Building Years Podcast with Justin Alexio and Jeremiah Watkins. New episodes every Wednesday. Welcome to the show. What's up, guys? This is the Building Years. I'm Jeremiah Watkins. Wow, low energy there. Low energy? That's low energy? I don't know. You're always just... Bah, bah, bah. It's Justin Alexio. I got the energy. And Tom Smith is our guest this week. Hey, hey. He's going to bring the energy. I was going to like... Anyway, sorry. I messed up your intro. It's okay. <laughs> He's an animator, storyboard artist, writer, everything. Everything under the sun. Jack of all trades. I usually just say cartoonist. All right. Keep it's all, it easy. All encompassing. Is that... So do some people have like... Uh, like some people that are stand-up comedians say, I'm a comedian, not a comic. Or is there, is there like a verbiage or, or words like that in the cartoon or animation world? Like, I'm an animator, not a toonie. Or uh, <laughs> anything like that. You know, there probably is. I'm still a little bit outside of that realm. Gotcha. So I'm not quite sure. Uh, what kind of stuff do you uh, uh, cartoon? Um, robot chickens, the big thing I've been doing since I moved out here. Nice. Um, lots of, uh, I do my own stuff. I did a little thing for Adult Swim earlier this year that I wrote and animated myself, which was cool. That's great. Uh, little commercials, mostly storyboarding is, uh, how I get paid. Uh, so what's typical, like, uh, for, for storyboards, uh, and now is that all, um, how does that work, (laughs) work exactly, I guess? So whenever you're doing... Uh, storyboards, do you do it for live action stuff too, or is it just strictly animation? Um, I've done live action, but I typically only do animation. You really don't need storyboards for live action, except when you're doing, uh, like action sequences is typically when those get used. Oh, gotcha. I know like, uh, for Iron Man 3, they brought in the guy who did Samurai Jack to board those action sequences. Oh, really? Yeah, I think he might have done that for the Avengers, too. That's pretty cool. But yeah, typically, uh, you know, live action, you don't need that sort of thing because you can get coverage. You can mm-hmm. roll the whole, like, through the whole scene from multiple angles and cut around. Animation's a lot more expensive, so you will literally not shoot a second more of footage than you need to, which is why the storyboarders come into play. Yeah. You know, you... I'm basically drawing a crude version of the episode or the the commercial, and then they're editing those drawings to see which shots they want to actually shoot. I'm getting educated right now. I had no idea. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This is a world that I'm not very <laughs> familiar with. What's a what's like the longest thing you've had to animate? Um, or storyboard. Storyboard wise, I did a really just a 15 minute cartoon so <laughs> not, mm-hmm. not too long but i can take a long time to do right yeah it takes a few weeks because every time i go because he uh you know you live with chris mcdonald i who get, former guest former of this guest. podcast yeah shout every, out to chris every time i've you know went over to go hang out with you guys you're always like i'm on a deadline i'm on working um so, yeah i i have uh, issues with uh procrastination <laughs> <laughs> um so you're you're from phoenix right Mm-hmm. Move went to you went to film school at uh, U of A. Yep, Tucson. And uh, I feel like is that a good program? I feel like a lot of people come out of there, right? Uh, you know, people have been really successful that I went to school with. Um, I don't know if I'd necessarily recommend it. Um, 
I got. I feel like I did learn stuff from it, but I don't know if it was worth the cost. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, so you said, because we were talking in the car, and you said you had, because I think this is important. You come here, you have goals, right? You have like a 10-year plan or whatever. Like how, because you started kind of working pretty quick. Like how did that Yeah, so I got about? really lucky. I was friends with a lot of people who had graduated the year before, and I was seeing that they typically would move out here and go a year without working. Mm-hmm. And so I had saved up money basically to not work for a year, right. thinking that, uh, you know. Uh, so anyway, I sort of had this plan. Uh, you know, one year in, I would get my first job. Um, five years later or whatever, I get promoted. So my plan was to be doing storyboards within uh, five years of moving out here. Um, I think I actually ended up doing storyboards eight months after I moved out here. Wow. It happened really fast. I just found I couldn't find paying work, so I took a internship off Craigslist, which turned into oh wow, <laughs> turned into a full time PA gig uh, four weeks after I started there. Um, then uh, I think a month or two after I was doing that, the studio merged with the studio that uh, does Robot Chicken, and so we went from being about ten people big to a hundred people big, <laughs> <laughs> and. Uh, middle of that season, I ended up starting to do storyboards, and uh, I've been boarding for a year and a half now, I think, like full-time. That's great, dude. Congrats. Yeah, thank you. I was very lucky. So what's like uh, your all-encompassing goal? Like what, what you do? Because do you, I, I feel like some actors or comedians, like they dream about like having all the hot girls and the big cars. Is that in the animation world where you're just like, I want to do some blow, <laughs> blow off the toilet? You can definitely make money. I don't know if there's the the women <laughs> are all that interested in animators. But you but. can always animate your own woman. <laughs> so there you go. That's a plus of being able to draw well. Yeah, but I mean, those guys, you know, with marketing and stuff, like, uh, uh, you know, Matt Groening and The Simpsons, yeah. or Steven Hillenberg and SpongeBob, like, yeah. they're probably living larger than most you know blockbuster movie directors yeah i just got all that money <laughs> did uh because i someone had told me that in the animation world like animated porn is really big is that true uh i've <laughs> never been offered to do it but i've always wondered how i could get that sort of job <laughs> <laughs> i don't know it sounds like something a fun story because right? it, it's huge right it's using japan or whatever because the first girl i was attracted to was milan <laughs> not a real person but she had some curves i remember one time i was watching anime for the first time it was the first time it was whenever i was growing up is the first time i'd seen like that style it was i think it was like right before pokemon and all that stuff and i was like flipping through channels over <laughs> at my uncle and aunt's house and i see this it was anime and i was like what is this this looks really different from all other cartoons and then the girl was like laughing and then she went into this steamy water and she got undressed and naked. And I was like, what is this? <laughs> this is crazy. And then I got into Pokemon a, le- a year or so later and of I was course. like, this is nothing like that other thing that I just saw. Dude, uh, Misty was hot. I would, uh, did you take a turn at Misty? I would have. I'll say I had a Misty crush, although <laughs> now when you think about it, she's supposed to be like eight years old. <laughs> <laughs> yep, yep. 
uh, when did you when did you get into? Have you been drawing your entire life, or when did you kind of know that you had that talent or the the knack for being able to do that? Yeah, I've been really interested in uh, drawing since I can remember. Um, uh, I've always wanted to, you know, I've done a lot of my own animations. I had like a, a Disney animation program, like on my DOS computer when I was a kid. Oh wow! Messed around with that. Uh, did, you, did you ever have DOS? Justin? No. What is that? It's like you have to like enter commands and everything to get. It's certain like there's no files. there's no uh, like friendly user interface. You're like you it's can't like the double matrix. click. <laughs> yeah, you can't double click. It's like C colon backslash whatever. You turn on your computer and it's just and, like and, a string of strange. Yeah. And this was for kids. Uh, well, as smart kids. <laughs> if you if you're a kid, then you'd be a little bit. My dad smart. was anti technology. He was like, "You don't need a computer. You don't need a cell phone." So he he didn't let me play on the computer. <laughs> He's not that kind of dad. I was out chopping wood, weed whacking. <laughs> oh, so, so you were doing Disney animation on? Yeah, on you know, I was just using my computer for yeah. a long time. Um, I got into making like little video games like later in elementary school. Mm. Um, and then in high school, I started playing around with, I didn't really have the appropriate software, but I did little things with um, MS Paint. Yeah. Uh, oh, MS Paint yeah. was, oh, I used to suck at that thing. <laughs> I, I, I gave my mom Mother's Day a gift with MS Paint. And my <laughs> grandpa has no filter. was like, this sucks. <laughs> <laughs> But you were, I feel like you could be good. I'm always impressed when people can pull off like good things in MS Paint. Yeah, like it's fascinating to me. Or like the people who are good at etch a sketch. Oh yeah. <laughs> like how did you develop that skill? That's such a. It's just two knobs. Like I don't know. It's crazy. So you said the animation world is very small, right? It's like a click. Tiny. Yeah. So is, is it like mafia? Like once you're in, you're in, <laughs> and the only way out. In a box. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's kind of like that. Um, it's it's really crazy. Like once you start to meet people, you just you are in that world like really fast. You go from being on the outside to like you make your first friend who knows the other people. And I'd say everyone working in the industry probably is connected to someone on the other shows and the other studios just by one or two people. Wow. Yeah. Is there a lot of uh, mixers or parties that you go to that you're like, oh, that's so and so from that show. That's that's that dude from Futurama. Like, yeah, you know? all the time. Yeah, yeah. I feel like I've seen pretty much everybody at least once. Not like I know them real well, but yeah, you show up at a house party or mm -hmm. like a little uh, union mixer, and it's like, oh, there's uh, <laughs> you know anyway, like just all sorts of people that you grew up watching their stuff and now you're standing in the same room with them so is there a union for animators because i know there's like there, unions for everything there is it's not quite as uh powerful as sag which i'm sure you guys are familiar with mm -hmm. right? yeah it doesn't necessarily like basically the studios can be union if they want to like uh -huh. there's not so there's not really any like, penalties so if you're not like <laughs> all right that makes sense that makes sense so uh, do people, I feel like people would bang a lot in the animation world, right? Like, I'm sorry, I'm trying to, <laughs> trying to do some of my fingers. You know, an animate his fingers <laughs> to banging There we job. go. This is how I remember it. I listened to 
like two or three podcasts before I came here, and you asked that exact same question. Well, you question know what? I want to know because I don't know the world. <laughs> Justin is very sexually confused, and he wants just, to know more about sex. I want to know how because I want I I when I got moved to Hollywood, I was told about all this banging, and I don't see it, and I want to know where it's at. I'm on the quest. <laughs> I'm sure it happens. Uh, I mean, I met my girlfriend in the animation world. Boom. Story <laughs> problem solved right there. That's exactly what's happening. There's banging going on everywhere. That's just a fact that, <laughs> that yeah. we just discovered. I think anywhere that people gather, there's banging. Oh, look at this life lessons, guys. You said you said your uh, your girlfriend was your boss at one point, right? <laughs> sort of. Yeah, oh, that's the way man. to do it. That's straight up sexy, right there. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh. You, I'm going to need to see you after work. I'm going to have to put in some extra hours. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> um, oh, I wanted you to... So you went to U of A and you said you dropped out of NAU, right? And there was a moment that why you left NAU, which is Northern Arizona yeah. University. So quick recap. I went to... I, I grew up in Phoenix. I went to Northern Arizona University for one year. Um, I was planning to go there for the whole time, but um, basically the program was not really giving me what I wanted. Uh, I was meeting seniors who were at the school who I felt like I already knew more than them, which... That's not good. Yeah, like I, you know, I don't have like the biggest view of myself, like I'm not super cocky. So when I go to a school and I'm the best person there, it's not that I'm the best, is that there's something wrong with the program. <laughs> so anyway... I liked the school a lot otherwise, um, uh, and I kept telling myself, well, I'll just I'll do one more year, and if it doesn't get better, I'll leave. Mm-hmm. Literally, the w- first week of summer, I met this kid who I'd never met before, and he said, where do you go to school? And I said, NAU. And just based on that, he said, unprompted, oh, I went to NAU. I studied film. I kept telling myself, I'll wait one more year, and if it gets better... I'll leave, and it never did, <laughs> and I never left. <laughs> oh man! And I think that week I I just applied for U of A without knowing anything about the school. It's just like my one other option as a sign. What a sign! Yeah, that's like some some people they they do like the A to C, but you're literally <laughs> telling yourself, eh, you know, I'll give it one more year. Hopefully, it'll get better. <laughs> and then just like this prophet pops up out of nowhere. It was like, word for word what I'd been telling myself. It was the most bizarre thing. And I've never seen that kid again. So, <laughs> well, maybe that was like an a angel. guardian angel. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Sent down. I was like, we have to warn Tom. He's about to go down the wrong pathway in life. We've got to change this. Uh, I, I was curious about this. What can you take us through like a typical day of the process uh, of storyboarding? Like, I I don't know how it works. Like, if somebody like hands you whenever they hand you the assignment, and like, where, like, what what happens? Like, where do you go from there? Uh, so the storyboarder works really closely with the director, Mm -hmm. and it really depends on the director. Um, I'd say the most typical experience is I get a script, I read it, I kind of do. Like, I I make my own little game plan, but I keep it to myself. Mm -hmm. I meet with the director, and then he's typically blocked out on his script, where he thinks the cut should be, what he thinks good angles are. And if I've realized that there'd be a problem, you know, like, say, sometimes the writers will 
say the character is holding this and then it says he opens the door or he picks up another thing and you realize oh he's holding you know he's holding three different things right so you'll you'll bring that up like we got to have him set something down um and honestly that's a real short meeting like for robot chicken like uh, a half hour meeting for an episode and then i just bang it out from there so is it like artistic freedom kind of once you got it totally depends um on Robot Chicken, the director, Zeb Wells, he's a really cool guy. We work really well together. And he it's gotten to the point where I get a little bit more freedom. Yeah. Um, even with uh, coming up with like visual gags. Oh, that's um, cool. Which is really cool, yeah. Yeah, because you built up enough trust, and he's like, oh, this guy's good. Mm-hmm. Let's see what he comes back with kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. But I've there's been other directors I've worked with who will literally sit over my shoulder the whole day and just go, draw this. Now draw this. Erase that. How awkward is that? <laughs> You're like breathing hot breath on your neck. It's You're a little like, intense. Can I, can you back up just a little bit? This is awkward. I got to say, though, I like those directors more than ones who don't really know. Do whatever you want. Yeah. And then, uh, I don't like this. Can uh-huh. you make... Yeah, if they're going to let me do whatever they want, like that's fun. But then if they're going to... You know, it's it's one thing to, to trust the storyboard or let them do what they're going to do and know yeah. it's going to be good. It's another thing to not have any idea what the hell you want and then to keep saying no, 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 that's not it, but never actually saying what it is that you're supposed to be doing. <laughs> like That drives me crazy. Yeah, I can imagine. <laughs> uh, you also said, uh, or Justin said in your intro that um, uh, mentioned uh, you are also a writer. What kind of uh, writing uh, do you do? Um, mostly, so I have this... Uh, this little Adult Swim short I just did called Beach Bros. It's like a web short only, mm-hmm. uh, which I got to write that. So that's literally the only thing I've been paid to write. Um, so when they pay you, they own it then? Yeah, they own that idea. Those characters are, are no longer mine. Uh, I'm going to try and pitch some more episodes, so hopefully we can do a little bit more than just that one short. Um, I've done a little bit. Um, of I, there's these guys I work with. We haven't put anything out yet, but we're doing stuff for Funny or Die, and they give me a lot of freedom to come up with visual gags, which is really cool. So I guess most of like my writing these days is like little bits here or there. Yeah. Um, we actually did a Robot Chicken uh, intro, like a Simpsons couch gag, and I got a little. I got a few jokes into that, which was really. Oh, cool. I saw that. That was funny. Yeah, yeah. So that was really sick. Um, but before that, I've just made a lot of my own shorts. Um, I had a, co- a comic strip that I would do, uh, daily in Tucson, um, which was pretty cool that I think helped a lot and like taught me how to condense jokes and get information across, you know, yeah. in a short amount of time. Um, and we'll see, I'm trying to get another short off the ground right now while I have time, but so when you make shorts for like animation, do you just make the whole thing and then be like, this is what it is? Or do you like yeah, do pitch? You, yeah, do you pitch the idea before? Or do you go in like, here's a finished product, here you go? No, it's, I mean, it totally depends on who, you know, what the client is, who's going to fund you. Um, for the one I did for Adult Swim, I came up with basically a little treatment. Mm-hmm. I pitched that and they said, okay, great, let's see a storyboard. I pitched that. I mean, I guess the thing is, uh, I should explain, there's two kinds of storyboard uh, work. There's like script-based shows, and then there's board-based shows. So a script show is like Robot Chicken. I'm working directly off a script, and I'm just drawing what's written there. 
yeah. a board-based show is like most of the kids shows adventure time and stuff like that you're the the board artists are literally just looking at a one or two page treatment of the episode and then they're writing the dialogue and the scenes themselves mm. um so that's the way i like to work i like to sort of organically let it write itself as you draw it because you know it takes so long that you kind of you can see where it should go next before you are finished with what you're doing um I totally forgot the question. No, you you just covered it. Um, now is uh, you said Beach Bros, right? Is that available yeah. to watch online? Yes, it's uh, somewhere on Adult Swim, buried. Okay, hey, that's great. <laughs> but yeah, I'd, uh, definitely check that out, guys. Uh, for uh, anybody that's listening, Beach I'll, Bros. Adult yeah, Swim. I'll plug. I have a website. It's on there at the end. Cool. Right. Yeah, we'll, yeah, we'll plug. All so that when you right. when you go back home, are are your parents like you made it? You're doing everything you gotta do. Yeah, because they were not, they did not believe that <laughs> <laughs> this was something I should do for a long time. So I think. What path did they want you to go down? Like, did they want you to go typical, like, I want you to be a doctor, I want you to be a lawyer? I mean, it was never that specific, but it was definitely, like, not artist. Yeah. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Be a business person. <laughs> yeah. Something, something more stable. Uh, what they wanted. What, uh, what do your uh, parents do? My dad is a. I want to say healthcare consultant. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm not quite sure how that works. <laughs> he helps states and businesses put together healthcare plans, mm-hmm. something like that. My mom was a middle school or elementary school teacher. Mm-hmm. Uh, she works a lot in education now. She runs a volunteer program back in Phoenix. Cool. Um, so yeah, not exactly. You know, they're they're always very supportive, but it's not like there was really any guidelines in the family that I was able to follow, you know. So you don't have any brothers or sisters or anything, right? I have one sister. Okay. Yeah, she just graduated from Redlands with a minor in global business and a major in sociology or the other Sounds way Sounds like you don't know your family very well. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. Go ahead. Uh, so I want I want to ask, ask you this. Uh, uh, earlier in the podcast, uh, you talked about how... Um, you run into people at parties and stuff um, mm-hmm. that you have have seen uh, their stuff growing up. Tell us a story about a time when you maybe got to meet like an idol of yours, or like just kind of like a, a celebrity run-in or something cool like that 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 was like special to you, like is surreal. Like, whoa, I'm I'm actually in the biz now. Uh, the craziest thing is when I first came out here for an internship. Mm-hmm. I applied at Cartoon Network, um, and I ended up getting this executive internship, which was because I had a business minor. Um, you know, since I wasn't going to animation school, I think that's why I didn't get on a show. So I was like sitting, you know, on the top floor of the building, like with the execs. It was a little not really where I should have been, but anyway, that helped because when I got out there, I just emailed Joe Murray, the guy who did Rocco's Modern Life and Camp Laszlo. Uh, Rock is Modern Life was I like that show. the show that I wanted. Like that was what made me want to do what I'm doing now. Um, and I knew he was gearing up to do a little short for a website. And so I emailed him. I was like, "Hey, do you need an intern? I'm out here for the summer." And uh, it ended up working out. I <laughs> interned for him for the summer. He was just as cool as I could have ever imagined. Uh, very trippy to. I feel like <laughs> I feel like the guy that created Marco's Modern Life's got to be like insane, right? Like very uh uh 
you know, he's kind of, uh, I feel like uh, he's pretty similar to me. Uh, those cartoonist types, I wouldn't say insane, but kind of like comics, you know, a little disgruntled, like a little <laughs> pissed off at the world. <laughs> yeah. Very, very cynical <laughs> kind of worldview, but, you know, wanting to also make life better kind of thing. Yeah, we're all just trying to, share, trying to share the joy. Yeah, trying to move along. Release here. the demons <laughs> out and share the joy with the world. <laughs> all right, we can. Uh, we'll move into the Hollywood bitch slap portion. <laughs> now you said you might not. <laughs> That's a new sound. <laughs> now, as our audience knows, just any time where maybe you've had Hollywood shat on you, or even not Hollywood, maybe just growing up drawing in general i know uh people that draw growing up they're either the cool kids or like the nerds so maybe if you got a uh, got punched in the face or something <laughs> punch in the face for drawing <laughs> hey is this kid drawing over here <laughs> that'll teach him <laughs> uh unfortunately no cool drawing fight stories <laughs> um i will say like i did a lot of odd jobs before i you know like, I've yeah, done a lot like of live action stuff okay uh probably the shittiest thing that happened to me out here was I agreed to be on this little live action indie sh- uh, short. They said I'd get paid like $50, which now I know is like kind of a real shitty thing to pay somebody for a day's work. But back then it seemed yeah, $50, <laughs> 50 bucks plus like I knew I'd be getting two meals. I was pretty excited. <laughs> um, <laughs> they ended up not paying me. So <laughs> at all. <laughs> I pestered them for a couple weeks before they finally sent me a paycheck, and then it bounced. (laughs) And I guess when you deposit a check that bounces, the bank charges Charges you. you. So I lost $7 on that job. (laughs) Oh, man. Was was the food even good? It wasn't the best. (laughs) Oh, that's not a good gig at all. (laughs) So I'm really thankful to be done with that stuff for now. Yeah. Oh, God, that's the worst. <laughs> well, how can you? Yeah, whatever. Banks, man, I hate them. Um, so, uh, did you have anything to plug? Any websites? You know, you got your short up on Adult Swim. Yeah. So I've got this website, TomSmithCartoon.com. It's a resume portfolio. It's got some video links too, so you can check out my Adult Swim short on there. I've also got my senior thesis film, which I'm pretty happy with, also animated. I have a live-action horror short that I wrote and directed as well. Um, and the portfolio section is cool, too, if you guys want to check out what a storyboard looks like, uh, how it works. I have six different storyboards, or maybe eight up there at all times that I rotate out. Um, I just did something for Nintendo that I think I'm going to put up there uh, the next week or two so maybe awesome. you want to pop over there and check it out yeah that sounds great dude yeah you're all over the world <laughs> yeah well thanks so much for doing this tom did you have fun i did yeah it was cool jeremiah awesome. did you have fun i had a great time as always mm-hmm. and tom thank you for uh coming by and uh, hanging out with us for a bit getting to know you better and um yeah dude it's good uh continued success it's awesome how much you've been able to accomplish and short amount of time while you've been out here yeah thank you and congrats to you guys for this uh podcast Oh, it's amazing. (laughs) We love you, builders. Thanks, guys.